Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! That is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me as soon as he can will be Cameron Hawkins. In the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This is an interactive show, so please do one or all of these uh, contact uh, ways. Uh, You want to have your voice heard on this show? There are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line and we'll talk to you live on air. Hit us on the Constellation lines. Uh, Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202-0103 202-0103 to talk to Cam and myself live on air tonight. If you want to have your voice heard but you can't call live, you can always drop us a voicemail. A voicemail is there for you. It gives you three unadulterated minutes to uh, to have your voice heard, to answer your questions, to pose your comments, to yell, rant, rave, or heat praise upon your hosts. Uh, that's what the voicemail is there for you to do. Hit the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail is 415-787-5229. You can find us on the email as well. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Hit us anytime during the week, anytime during the show. You can find us at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. East Coast audio show at gmail.com. Let us know on the subject of your email, which segment you'd like your email read, VIP or non-VIP. You can find us on Twitter as well. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E-Hawk. All kinds of conversations happening on those various accounts, uh, some more than others, let's, let's just say. Uh, and the last fashion of Gennadich, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You'll see us among the uh, Torch fan pages. Please give us a like, share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Y'all know how it works uh, at this point, I would hope. So, without further ado, Cameron Hawkins, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. How's it going? Absolutely. It's, 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 uh, well, you know, uh, last week was your week to be, uh, you know, your world to be sucking. <laughs> I guess this is my week. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you know. there now. Yeah, caught my car just took a giant shit on me, you know, mm. and it's, it's that race to uh, to 
to get a new car before you fucking, yeah. fucking bankrupts me? Damn. Yeah, because it's kind of that thing where there are people who only use Uber, but those people don't pay car insurance. And so, yeah, it, it's it's when you're somebody like uh, Faye's car locked up in a Chick-fil-A yesterday. And I'm like, oh. uh, but, so, but, you know, it's that thing where it's like, one, like you're, you've had that car since 2010. You never mm. had to make a car payment because your parents paid that car and you're rich. So, like, it's an inconvenience. Not everybody yeah. has all of those things working together at the same time. Like, I've yeah. been there where, where all of a sudden you had a car and you don't have a car. And the best thing In Austin, Texas. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The best yeah. thing about it is it passes. Um, You know, you won't, uh, you won't be as concerned about it in three weeks as you are right now. That's just the way the world works. So, you know, you will but, press on. But, but yes, but at the moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah, I'm going to be bragging about my new mind to three or whatever. Yeah. That's just that's the game, man. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're sad. Um, you should have to be sad. You know, like I'm, I'm tired of being the only one sad. So you be sad. You this life. Yeah, man. Uh, we, have, we have subjects and topics to talk about, uh, I guess. You know, might as well get into them. Where where are we gonna start uh, wrestling wise? What's the big? What's the A story that that should we talk um, about the, at the top? The passing of Butch Reed. I think I think that okay. that's kind of jumping off point. Um, you know, Butch Reed, uh, famously, you know, one half of Doom. Um, yeah, it, it's not that we're desensitized to this kind of thing, but you are starting to – we're starting to get to that point where even the wrestlers who, like, kind of took care of themselves are in their 60s and 70s. And, you know, and – oh, it, it's it's a little staggering. Um, I, I, I have to confess, you know, Doom was kind of before my time. And so most of what I saw with Bush Reed was highlights in Ron Simmons packages. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so so I'm not the one to really properly eulogize the guy. Um, great look, big-time power wrestler, um, had a physique that, that, that would be impressive right now. Um, yeah, uh, definitely rest in peace to the guy, man. Um, seemed to be loved and appreciated. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I caught, I, in, in real time, you know, I was, watching wrestling when Butch Reed was still active, but I just didn't watch WCW. I didn't watch when he mm-hmm. uh, That was more me. Yeah, I wasn't watching yeah. that side at the time, for sure. But my whole relationship with Butch Reed is how he's uh, uh, portrayed in various WWE packages for, you know, like you said, for, for uh, mm-hmm. and and various, uh, you know, when they want to do their Various Black History uh, things. That, oh, hey, there's Butchery. Um Other wrestlers talk about him. Was he the first Benjamin dyed his hair. I think it was a, you know people you know talked about Butchery. So it was always in kind of this past tense. Uh, that guy that used to wrestle in the '80s and '90s kind of kind of thing. I don't have a. I, I just it's one of those things where I completely I use it. I use other folks. To, uh, I have no choice but to use other uh, people like 
you know, Bruce Mitchell or Meltzer or, you know, those folks that the historian types uh, to give, to put Butch Reed's, Reed's co- uh, career into some context beyond mm-hmm. Farouk's old partner. Yeah, we might. um wonder if we're going to get that this time around. That's not uh, mm-hmm. this is the first time in a long time. We're not really in a position to get that hour and a half, two hour eulogy that we're used to. Maybe I'll just make a phone call and just listen. All right, now we just get the three-way text going. Like, tell us about the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, come on. Sit around and learn a tree. And, and talk and to us. Learning text. Um, for sure, for sure. Um, as far as wrestling goes, yeah, anything on TV? What's the big? What's the big? So the big look. I mean, we NXT, had a big, big last week. Big Ray NXT this weekend. Um, NXT is doing Vengeance Day on Sunday instead of Valentine's Day. Finn Balor and Pete Dunne, man. Um, it, it's it's rare when you're like, okay, match of the year candidate, February, and like to really be all in on that idea. I'm absolutely there. Um, yeah, that that should be a banger. Um, and what is it, Yoshirai? Who is she defending against? I just looked at it earlier. Um, um, I think Mercedes Martinez and uh, who's the third one? Well, it's not even what I thought it was. It's just all something else. Yeah, Yoshirai, uh, NXT title match. I, I just saw it earlier too. Um, it's, that's not a singles baby. match, Mercedes. Oh, because yeah. Now that I think about it, they haven't had, had the three way feud going. It's not. I haven't been a fan of it. That's why I don't like it. Like if you want to do EO and Mercedes, that's fine. And then they threw. I can't even. Yeah. Who is it, Travis? Oh, uh, Tony Storm is in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that should still be good. Um, you got Kushida and Gargano, which, you know. And they have some bangers, like, set up for that. Um, and then you have the finals of the uh, the women's uh, Dusty Tag Team Classic already set. Um, and that's going to be uh, – who is it? Uh, Dakota and Raquel against uh, either The Way or Shati and Ember. So you got that semifinal tonight. Um, yeah, and then even on TV, uh, Champa and uh, Thatcher. and Thatcher beat Cole and Wrong uh, to advance in the tournament. Um, you know, that kind of makeshift thing that, that NXT does, <laughs> that they're known to do. We're going to throw together a team, uh, but make it work. But those guys are good together. Um, got a you know Kurt Stallion and uh, and uh, cruiserweight champ. I forget the names are escaping me uh, tonight. Sorry. Uh, they had a banger. NXT, you know, NXT has some matches. Uh, NXT has out. matches, okay, but not like personalities anymore. It's NXT suffers more than any show from not having a live crowd. Like, I, I genuinely feel that way because mm, that crowd okay. is so organic. They they really do cheer the things they're supposed to, boo the things they're supposed to, and they do both things with 
with an energy and a passion that is crucial to a wrestling show in that environment. Um, and so it does suffer that. Um, but okay, so let's talk about Edge for a second. Edge and in turn Bianca Belair finally did like the thing that these groups should do, that these entities should do, that these Royal Rumble winners should do. Hey, the Elimination Chamber hasn't happened yet. It does not make sense for me to choose my opponent before all the pieces are on the board. Mm-hmm. They just said that, and I was like, thank you for saying that. Like, not yeah. for being mysterious and I'll choose my spot when it's time. No, just makes sense. Like, I'm okay with making sense. Um, so, yeah, so Edge kind of went to every show. I love, 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 and we're jumping around. I love mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Being just annoyed with Edge, like the idea that Edge would not immediately challenge him. Yeah, acknowledge Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and you know Kevin Owens getting a measure of revenge coming out. I thought that was cool. Um, and keeping Edge kind of without. I I I was afraid we were going to see Edge hit Roman with spear or something, but I like that they didn't get. Physical with it. He didn't get physical with mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. on any show, so that was that was I like that. And yeah, yeah. So let's let's flip to AEW. Um, AEW had Beach Bash, uh, Beach Break. I'm sorry. Um, so Jericho and MJF, number one contenders to the uh, the Bucks tag titles. Uh, Orange Cassidy, Charles Taylor. Uh, mess up uh, Kip's wedding um, But the big thing The big thing um, You had Omega and the uh, What is it? Omega and the Good Brothers Versus Who was it? Uh, it was Moxley, Pac And Phoenix, right? Moxley and some of Death Triangle basically. Yeah So Uh the club, Bullet Club, kind of ends up getting the win, but after the match, Moxley's attacked by Kenta. Um, so we have, like, full-on New Japan crossover now. Um, so I'm assuming that that's for Moxley's IWGP U.S. title, and they might be, like, they're working that in, whether Moxley defends that overseas or not. But I do like, like, three-way synergy between these brands. Like, I absolutely see Omega winning the Impact title at some point. I just think they're going to go full-on with that. Um, but, yeah, I think it's cool that there's, like, these things all exist in the same world. And I do think that's a cool thing. Are you including Impact in that? Uh... Right, like, you have to, like, if you talk about the good, good brothers right now. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the idea that all these, uh, that these, all three of these companies are working together so far seamlessly. You know, the impact stuff goes back four, six weeks at this point, and they're still, uh, you know, still doing business and still it's not, nobody's blown up the spot. I'm just waiting for, you know, somebody to say, oh, I don't, we're not getting put over well enough. It's still too new, but. And then you add New Japan in there, it's, you know, it's either going to turn into, uh, you know, like we're going to be looking back a year or so from now, like, wow, I can't believe they didn't, they, that 
took so long to do this. Look at the synergy. Look at the, the match possibilities. Look at the implications. All that. Or like, <laughs> why did they think that was going to work? Like that kind of thing. I think it's going to be an all or nothing thing. And so far, so good. I mean, it's, it's just, just the fact of having all those moving parts, you know, come together so far relatively seamlessly. And they're, they're telling the story. They're like they're telling what is just an organic, not organic, but just a story. Not it doesn't feel like one for me, one for you, one for me, one two for you. <laughs> you know, kind of. It's just like look, let's just tell the best story we can, and everybody will uh, look good. Don't worry about your individual company looking bad or your, you know, just everybody seems to know who they are. Everybody yeah. knows their place. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this, though. Like, this is, to me, like the big story that, you know, it, it's a symptom of a lot of other things. And so it's not mm-hmm. like something that we didn't know existed, but I just do want to address it. So they have set up. Uh, an Elimination Chamber title match. Drew will be defending the WWE title in the Elimination Chamber. It is going to be Drew, AJ Styles, The Miz, Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy. Yeah, okay. All four they made a big deal about him being all you know, former champions. All former WWE so, Travis, The Miz was the last one of the people in the match to win a world title. In what year did he win his first world title? Um, well, at the end of 2011. 2010 is when he won his first world title. Oh, are we talking world title? Or I guess that's matter. He's only won the WWE title. He hasn't been world heavyweight champion. But yes, oh, I thought he, he won, won the that WWE title. The, I thought he won that in. I think he. I think he won it back then. But his first world title, I believe, was March of 2010. Let's see. When did Miz oh. win the WWE? He won it for the first time. It was the end of 2010. November 2010 is when he won it. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I made the point, like, the first point I made was that nobody in the match is under 40 except Drew. And people took that to mean, what's wrong with them being old? Are you saying they can't wrestle? And I clarified, I was like, no, I'm not making a point that they can't wrestle. They're all actually really good. Um. My larger point was, yeah, my larger point was, and I restated it, that Miz was the last one of these people to win the world title, and that was in 2010. Like, AJ won it in TNA before that, but, you know, there's an equivalency there. Um, Yeah, WWE (laughs) is consciously relying on people they've been relying on for longer than a decade. Um, They have people there who have never won world titles or who have won them more recently, that they could plug into that match and said they choose to go with people who 
don't, in my eyes, benefit that show or Drew McIntyre by him being in there with them. Like, he's beaten a bunch of former champions. Like, you're retreading the thing you've been doing for the last 15 years. Like, Sheamus, I was there when Sheamus won his first world title in oh nine. You know, Randy was, what, 2004? Um, like, yeah, it's – Jeff Hardy was, like, oh eight. I guess. Like, all this stuff is just such a retread. And you have the Keith Lees. You have the Riddles. You have, but for whatever reason, you know, you go away from them. You have Almas, who doesn't need – I mean, I love Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy can't talk on no microphone. Like, you have Almas who can go in there and have a banger. Like, there is talent up and down the roster that you choose not to use, and you rely on these guys who have been there forever, and it's just – it's one of the most uh, – I know it's going to be just fine, but it's one of the most unappealing main events I can think of in recent memory with that many people in a match. Wow. I mean, I – I, I'd agree as far as the unappealing part. Like, yeah, I'm not in any hurry to 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 see that match. I, I get why they're having the match. It's the time of year thing that certainly doesn't help things. That it's just it's not like Jeff Hardy and Orton and the, the other you know three folks not. Uh, through have like had this issue like that. It's all come together and you know, no, it's fucking February and it's the thing we do right before WrestleMania the last six or seven years, however long this has been the thing. Um, so that doesn't help. And then on top of it, that you have guys that we've been seeing in this position for so long. Um, I'm not as down, you know, and it's down on it as you seem to be. Maybe because I'm just not as invested in the product. Uh, but uh-huh. like when it's once it's brought to your attention, it's like, oh yeah, can't you can't help but you know acknowledge the reality. Like, oh fuck, that's yeah, a that's a solid point kind of thing. Like, yeah, like what do you what do you what do you say? All those. All these guys, they, it's February and it's WrestleMania season, and that would be WWE's excuse, and we can't count on Keith Lee and Riddle and Almas in February headed into a WrestleMania. And then I would counter, well, there's a fucking reason you can't count on them because of January and December and November, you know, the months before yeah. that. And uh, then my thing was like, somebody responded, they were like, well, if 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 those guys aren't in the match, then who would you replace them with? And I told the guy, I was like, this is the problem. That's the trap. You're asking me to plug people in. You're not asking me about the flaws in the system. And when whenever the question turns into who would you plug in, you're validating the system. Like that's that's what needs to be addressed. Like they and I understand, like Matt Riddle and Keith Lee are in a triple threat with Bobby Lashley. Why? Like, Riddle had that. That was where he was. And, like, you threw Keith Lee in there when you have a spot for Keith Lee. You know what I mean? Like, there's no appeal to me in all of these guys who are the world champions. 
when they're and not pinned by Riddle. Yeah, then you do that thing. Uh, Keith Lee's now pinning Riddle, and you know it's like okay, well, yeah, well, you could have had, could have had it all, <laughs> you know, yep. kind of thing. You didn't have to sacrifice one or the other in this specific situation. I mean, exactly. Keith Lee didn't have to be there. If anything, that could have been the story of Imagine Keith Lee. Uh, so, uh, Jeff Hardy and Keith Lee is in there. They don't make a big deal of, or they do make a big deal. They say everybody in here is a former champion, is a champion or former champion except Keith Lee. How does he fare? Uh-huh. And and you know, how does he fare in this situation, in this environment? First time Hell in the Cell. WrestleMania season, and here with all these legends. Matter of fact, keep Jeff Hardy in there and take the Miz out. And because he's got money, you know. I, what, has, what has Jeff Hardy won? What has Miz won? What has Sheamus won lately? Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just piggybacking I mean, on your matches. Like, I'm sure like they've won half of their matches. <laughs> That's what they do. I'm a bit easier on AJ because he's been beating everybody. Except AJ, Steven Rumble beating everybody. You know? Um Miz why have the money in the bank Person guy in, in yeah. the title match? Like it's you know, there's just stuff. And really, to me, when you're doing an elimination chamber, there's no reason to restrict it to a brand like that match specifically should have I think uh, participants from more than one show because there ain't there ain't five contenders on one show. Right. Yeah, I think they even booked this up last year. It's the, it's the same. Time. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure this is a recurring. We say like yeah, yeah, there ain't five contenders on one show. And also, just it'll it'll make things just. Uh, I think between the shows, not the whole bragging rights competition bullshit that they try to do, but just storytelling-wise, it would make your title picture and your selection and Rumble stuff that much more interesting if you had three Raw folks and three SmackDown folks. And, uh, yep. Well, usually it's a number one contenders thing, though. Exactly. So this time the title's on the line. It's a different I like... One. Yeah, I like, like, typically, I think one elimination chamber, if you do men's and women's, one being for the title is cool, the other being for the other WrestleMania spot. You know, like, and and it doesn't even have to be if I win, and that's why you go three and three, because it's just like, okay, people from both brands, whoever wins the elimination chamber gets to face the other champion or one of the other champions, that the Royal Rumble winner doesn't pick. Like it just, it just flows. Everything doesn't have to be an artificial, uh, what an artificial feud. Like Sheamus literally is in the title match because he decided he didn't want to be friends with Drew. <laughs> well, that's built-in wrestling kind of stuff where you, it, in I a agree. way, you can like I agree with that. Backstage and then. A one-on-one match because of that, I, I'm like, okay, there's a grudge. But no, 
He decided he wasn't friends with Drew, so he got into a list of five. See, his dumb ass should have waited to not be friends with Drew till May. <laughs> then he would have had a clear yep. one-on-one, you know, shot, but then he's taking a risk for a champion, yeah, so. Very poor well, talk, well, then talk about that. Why did we just come up with uh, more interesting, you know, uh, you know it's, not even fantasy it's just like, this makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, right. God, right. it, it's, it just adds up. Mm-mm-mm. Um, now, jumping as we've been, uh, I didn't get to talk a ton about you know, we didn't talk a ton about Kent showing up in AEW. Uh, that specifically, the look, the the fact that he uh, attacked uh, uh, Moxley, obviously that's you know, we talk about U.S. title, uh, IWGP U.S. title being on the line. But his look and his impact, specifically himself, not the New, Jer- New Japan tie-in, but him as a as a as a standalone. Act uh, now. I'm going to in the back in the national spotlight, American spotlight. Great for him. Um, you know the injury bug, man. The injury bug caught him all through NXT. Um, I, I thought that he was above 205 Live. Like this is, um, you know, international wrestling star. Never really should have been his trajectory, but you know the injuries got him, man. It's good to see him like doing good work in Japan and healthy. Hopefully that sticks. I think that the the AEW crowd is much more likely to have seen his matches, to be watching his stuff now, and, and to embrace him as somebody who's there. I think it's a good thing all around. We figure the lavender hair. I like it. I dig like it. it. Like. <laughs> It's um, like I love that those Japanese guys just all of a sudden like go blonde or yeah, just like let me have Bath and Body Works hair. I love that. It's great. Um, I like seeing something different after watching that 85th hour of Dark on Tuesdays. Jesus Christ! They just wrestle. They just keep going. They don't stop. Cut a promo. Do a dance. Do something. They just go. It's frightening. So in an hour, who do they have? Just three, three, four straight matches. No, it's like it's not an hour. It's a three-hour show. What? Like it really is on from like five to like seven or seven thirty or something. Like it's not a one-hour show. AW Dark is not superstars. They just go. I mean, Who's matter of fact, three hours, they have 5,000, like, they have all the black wrestlers you've never heard of, but that are so on it, are also are not in GCW. They have all of them, every single one of them. No, Dark was, uh, this week, Dark was an hour 37.14. Last week, Dark was an hour 51.43. Um, so it's so so had what, just uh, eight? Dark was 10.27. Matches, matches, matches. Yes, I got. It. I I thought Dark that was an exaggeration when uh, people were talking about that like a week or two ago. No. Uh, the one on one five was two twenty five fifty six. I mean, it's their building. The one on eleven twenty four was two forty six twenty nine. 
They I'm just send me a fucking two and a half hour no. podcast about an hour long show, and I'm like, what the dog. fuck? <laughs> dog, they just go out there and wrestle and wrestle and wrestle and wrestle, like, and it's not like, yeah, like I said, is it nine matches? I think it might be more. Let me see. AEW Dark. Uh, let me find one of the long ones. Uh, AEW Dark five twenty one. Okay. AEW Dark results. They had Jungle Boy beat Nick Camaroto. Nyla Rose beat Alex Gracia. Scorpio Sky defeated Aaron Eleven. Ray Phoenix defeated Aaron Solo. Brandon Cutler defeated Louis Val. Uh, Pretty Peter Avalon defeated Angel Fashion. Eva Lee and Diamante defeated uh, Kylan King and Tesha Price. The Gun Club beat Mike Verna in Bear Country. Shanna defeated Vipers. Matt Sydal defeated Baron Black. Thunder Rosa beat Ashley Vox. The Acclaim beat Lee Johnson and Sean Dean. Danny Limelight defeated Fuego Del Sol. Frankie Kazarian defeated Griff Garrison and Helico and Darius Martin. Sammy Guevara defeated Michael Nakazawa. And Five from Dark Order defeated Serpentico. Sixteen matches. <laughs> what? They just be going, dog. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. They like we do watch. We, we get oversaturated too. <laughs> but at least that's not like their main their main prime time show is. All right, whatever. Good for them, you know. Folks gotta, folks gotta get that ring time in. So why not? You know, if people are gonna watch it, put it up. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? You know, what's the? What's it hurt? Yeah. So. My eyes. My time. I'm trying. Ooh, I couldn't be a completion. An AEW completionist every week. Making sure you got your 16 dark matches in. But at least there's a place for for folks to get like. Uh, uh, you know, game Yeah, and not only that, but for. If a match happens on dark, that's like a like a banger, or somebody comes out of nowhere, and you know, three weeks in a row is just you know doing, you know, they can, fans can make that their feelings known, very relatively immediately mm-hmm. and in a, in, a, in a obvious and vocal way. So, but. It's probably, uh, and until they have more of a, if they ever go the route of having like a full-on developmental territory, or at least more than just, oh, we're associated with, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes' school, or whoever has a school, or whatever, but something like an actual territory, HWA or OVW or fucking Deep South or some shit like that. Uh, this is probably just how they're going to have to, you know, just get get folks ring time and get them uh, get them get them molded and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, sixteen matches, goddamn, 
a lot of matches. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to some folks. 347-202-0103 is the number to call. Uh, chime in and talk to us. Let's, uh, let's, you know what? Let's head to Newark and talk to Kyla to start things off. Kyla, what's going on, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? I think we're doing okay. I'm doing, I'm, I've been better. What's on your mind? Ah, let's see here. I shall start us off with breaking news. Okay, well, uh, what happened? I don't have my sound effects, so. Oh, okay. According to Fightful.com, New York will begin allowing arenas such as Madison Square Garden and stadiums such as City Field to reopen for sports and concerts at the end of this month. They know something we don't? In what capacity uh, does it say? Does it get specific? No, it, it just says which which with sharply limited capacity. Oh, well, that's something. So I, I'm not surprised. Um, it was just a matter of time before. Uh, yeah, I mean, so GCW is running 45 shows WrestleMania weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's. It's easy to dunk on GCW for doing this, but, you know, we just had the Super Bowl. You know, um, WrestleMania is coming and they're doing their thing. You know, our our state, our city specifically, just randomly decides to go between Stage 4 and Stage 5. Like, they, they just, there's no rhyme or reason to it other than, Oh, there are less people in the hospital. Let's open things back up to twenty five percent. Like there with with no actual evidence of pandemic. Oh, yeah, evidence against like, it. Like they tried to shit back in like July and it's like I remember what happened. And it got and worse. And they had to it got fucked off again. <laughs> and oh, specifically yeah, and those idiots got fucking railed and you know, run up a damn uh, yeah, I don't I don't get the decision making with this kind of thing yep. besides Beyond, uh, you know, we just need to open shit up and fuck it, and we'll just deal with it instead of just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. But here we go. Concerts, stadiums. Yeah. Couple of. Mine, more minor news before we get to my big question of the much, much like, much like MVP have advocated for the return of Carlito Mm -hmm. for the last year. 
since he's been back in WWE. Now, Carlito is returning the favor and publicly advocating for Triple H to bring back the masterpiece, Chris Masters, to WWE. Oh, yeah. They are homies. Um, yeah, good luck with that, Carly Joe. Chris Masters wasn't any good the first time around. Yeah. Like, and he wasn't bad the first time around. He just wasn't any good. Yeah, like, who's that? Somebody you know, that, you know, that you remember. Like, oh, yeah, remember that? I mean, you might. <laughs> and, you know, but like, the Carlito Morrison, just, it's different. Yeah. Morrison never became, yeah. like, a big star, but Morrison was, could do all of the wrestling. And absolutely fit into a bunch of feuds and has some really, really memorable moments. Chris Masters uh, worked out really well and did the Master Lock sometimes, which is like, I can't even imagine them letting him do that anymore because of Lashley. Like, WWE fucking in Triple H, remember how they, they, like, Triple H railroaded him out of the company. Yeah, like uh, he did all the things that you took away. Yeah, that you took away the things that made the guys wait to do that it that it that it uh-huh. takes to be a wrestler, especially for a guy at his talent level. All he had really was that physique and and that kind of a gimmick. He wasn't particularly good in the ring or personality wise. So he did all the things, put all the things in his body <laughs> that he needed to do, and that and put the time in in the gym and all that things that Vince and fucking Triple H jerk off over. <laughs> and then when he gets busted by their own fucking bias, bullshit, uh, oh, well, we're talking what's Friday, oh, eight, oh, nine at this time, you know, so it's just a fucking PR thing. It's even, Vince even said it, we're only doing this for public relations. So he gets busted by their own bias system and then suspended and he loses weight. He probably drops 25 pounds of muscle, whatever. It still looks fucking great. And I'd push your grandma down the steps to instantly to have that physique. You kidding? And then he gets the pencil neck geek treatment on TV by Triple H. Oh, your suit don't fit. Whatever the fuck he said. Just disrespected the man for, again, doing the things that y'all asked him to do, wink, wink. Yep. Yeah, so it's shit like that. It's like, yeah, fucking Triple H. <laughs> We already love him by that key and his, his, you know, his managerial stuff. But, god damn. Yeah, so, yeah, treated that man like shit on, on his way out. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but still, that still don't make him any good or any worthwhile to be bringing back in 2021. Because mm-hmm. he certainly, you know, just assuming he's going to be a body guy if, if he can still get that kind of a, anywhere near that kind of a, a a look. I assume he does if Carlito's like, bring him back. I assume he's still a workout team. But, yeah, even if he is, even if he looks great and is in all kinds of great shape, he's still in his 40s and wasn't great when he was in his fucking 20s. <laughs> when it comes down to you, you got, you guys probably, you guys probably have have forgotten this, but when when he when he was brought back for his 
about a year and a half second run at the end of 2009, and he was released in June of 2011. He was actually having good matches on uh, on uh, Superstar to the point where Car- Cardwell was like, Gee, I'm so surprised that they let Chris Masters go. Kylan is going to remember the superstar review of <laughs> James Caldwell from eight years ago. Uh, but that's why we love you. That's some old bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's the absolute gospel truth. That no, 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 I'm not saying there. it's not true. It still oh, sounds like bullshit. Oh, it's still some bullshit. Well, I mean, you know, he's probably fighting for his fucking job. Like, I'm on superstars. I better, like, <laughs> show that I'm still, like, you know, worth keeping around. And maybe that wasn't enough. So, not surprised. You go to superstars, you either had the fucking matches, start having the matches of your life, or you're just like, fuck, I'm on superstars. Just go through emotions. <laughs> and that's so. why he had the crib. Yeah. But he's had a oh. fairly six I don't know. He's he had a decent career for the, for, the, for the space that he came in. Yeah, and the stuff he did after. Like, he's done okay for himself. Like, he's certainly not, he's not a bum. Like, I'm, not, I'm certainly not saying that. I just don't think he has, like, anything to really offer at this stage. Like, he's not, uh, I think athletically, it's just a different game now. You know, and the optics and, uh, of that though. Like Carlito has a charisma about him. Um, yeah, like they're not, talking about yeah. like, oh, they're, they why don't they, you know, Biggie's ready or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Keith Lee's ready or this guy? Then they bring fucking Chris Masters back, even if they should put him in the mid card. It's like okay, somebody else seems yeah. unnecessary. All right, so what's uh, what's uh, your question for us this week, uh, Kyla? Re- reg- reg- regarding the WWE's next TV rights negotiation deal, Forbes Forbes financial analyst. And noted wrestling fan Alfred Conwa, I, be- I believe his name is, suggested in a recent interview with uh, WrestlingInc.com that he believes. NBC Universal will make a play to buy WWE in 2024. Hmm. Do you you think this will happen, or do you think NBC will just continue to shell out billion-dollar deals because they don't want the headache 
are running their wrestling company, but they love having wrestling in their portfolio because it keeps USA Network number one non-news cable network. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the second thing you said personally. Like, I think they're going to keep it under the umbrella. I don't know if they'd ever go so far as to buy it. Running it themselves. Even though it makes some money, do we know how to make this thing work? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think they, I think they keep putting that money into it. Yeah, I, I tend to agree in part, but the fact that we keep having these. Uh, Will this entity, will that entity buy WWE in it, uh, every few weeks or months? Uh, I, I, I say, yeah, Vince is just going to be in the creative position till he keels over at 90, and we got 15 more years or whatever dealing with this shit. Uh, but he could easily, he could just as easily, so fuck it, here, Disney, it's yours, here, Comcast. NBC, you you take it, and they'll hire whoever Stephanie Triple H. I don't know to, to keep doing what they do. I I think that's a I think that's that's something that could happen. They could say, "Wait, we we're not going to run it. We're just going to hire the people to do it to run it for us, and then pay them, and pay them to put a team together." I think Triple H has shown you know as far as like how he's put his infrastructure in place the last five or seven years. Uh, he could go to them and they could with confidence uh, buy the thing and turn over the running to him. I just don't know what the chances of that is. Because on one hand, I'm you know, really thinking Vince ain't going nowhere and selling to nobody. This is his. But on the other hand, he could see he got, even he got to see that like eventually, you know, he just might not—he just might not be the guy to, to to run shit. And maybe he don't want to just step away. Maybe I want to make a hundred million bucks out, you know, two hundred fifty million bucks for my last big thing, you know, whatever. That's so tough. I, I don't. I, it's, it could go so many ways. The fact that we keep having this conversation makes me think. Yeah, makes me think. Yeah, we could be three years talking about, you know, how uh, Comcast is a fucking is in the wrestling business for real, for real now. There, yeah. Or it's wrestling. Some real fucked up shit could happen and ruin the whole thing and put a whole taint on. (laughs) That's always a possibility, right? (laughs) Somebody, something. Uh, somebody could do something, something could happen, some scandal, some molestation, some fucking accusation, whatever. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Anything else, Kyle, before we uh, move forward? Yes. Uh, pa- Parker Bordeaux, an ex-University of Minnesota football player, that Paul Heyman met a, a while back who people call oh, the baby, baby 
Brock Lesnar has officially signed a WWE developmental contract. Yeah, good for him. We'll um, we'll have to see. You know, uh, last thing you want is I, I get the I get the um, that they set, look similar and all that, but last thing you want is to come in and be called the little this guy or the baby that guy or this guy junior <laughs> unless you're that fucking son even then even then you're like god damn it dad why do you gotta be you know looming so large over my career uh so the best thing for parker uh whatever bordeaux parker bordeaux could do would, would be to I don't know. I don't know how you do this, especially you know, just being a big jacked up blonde white guy, you know, buzz cut. Uh, people just gonna. He's got to set himself aside from Brock, or maybe he goes leans into it. For sure. Maybe he leans into it. Like, why would I do that? Brock Lesnar, almost twenty years. <laughs> so I don't want to be. I'll be baby Brock. Shit. I wouldn't even mind making baby Brock money. I got to, he might have a point. So, all right, Kyle, appreciate you, man. Let's uh, keep it moving. 347-202-0103 is the number to call in live. Let's uh, keep things moving. Let's go to uh, 253. I feel like I should know who this is. 253, who's this? And where are you from? That's Bruce. Don Bruce. Oh, hey, man. You did say you were going to. Thank you, said <laughs> What's yeah, up, Doc? I might, to be fair. I, with you, I never know. You, you, you know. So. Yeah, I get I get lost in time sometimes. I always forget West Coast time and everything. So. I, I hear you hosting and co-hosting uh, shows and stuff, so. <laughs> I was on one show. Come on, man. You know, I mean, you know, getting a little too big time for the old old East Coast cast. <laughs> is this year? Is this year? Is this, is this your final like farewell? Like, <laughs> you gotta say that to me with Cam on the other line, man. Come on now. Well, chill out, chill out. Well, now <laughs> that you mention it, now that you mention it, Doc. <laughs> wow! Wow! Look <laughs> at Rich. I, everybody, everybody's doing shit. Like, goddamn. I, I'm, uh, Rich, like, Rich had a show or got his everything show uh, uh-huh. came, and I didn't. And I learned about it on air. Like, wait, you got a new show? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, way to keep me in the loop. He's like, I tweeted about it. Like, mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, want. there's a uh, there's mm-hmm. a IWTV show on right now that I was supposed to record stuff for last night. So now I'm like hitting the guy like, you better have me on next week. Like I really want to be on this stuff. So <laughs> everybody's uh, yeah, it, it, Trav's Trav's gonna uh, somebody's gonna write about him in a book one day. He put a lot of people on. Just call me uh, is it, who is it Walsh? It won't be me. I'm not right. <laughs> You're, you're Bill Walsh? You're the Bill Walsh. this shit? Okay. Tree, right. Everybody came from the Bill Walsh tree. That's fine. But Bill Walsh actually did. Yeah. Everybody's supposed to Bill Walsh. Tra- but anyway. Tra- 
trash spending too much time playing at those Elder Scrolls to be doing anything, right? So yeah, that's all I fucking do. That's what it is. <laughs> Shit. Yo, let me uh let me peep you my car breaking down story real quick. All right. Oh yeah, that's good. Because this is some shit, right? Um, so I was, it was the end of the school year. And Washington's a pretty big state for everyone to know. If we went border to border, west to east, it'd probably take at least 10 hours. Um, mm. Or like 8 to 10 hours, somewhere around there. I lived at the very almost eastern end. I was, we were 10 minutes on the highway from the uh, Idaho border. So mm-hmm. it took us about five and a half hours, six hours to get back to like the Seattle area, right? And it's a little after the academic year had finished and like the whole side of that state on the east side is just a dead zone unless you're in the, you're in the city I get my car and I head out because I'm going to help my mom with some shit and as soon as I get back onto the highway and right past where everything has service my car just seizes up and breaks, that, breaks down on the side of the road like it just stops <laughs> oh no oh no Right, and so people kept going by, and finally, after like half an hour, some dude pulled over. We go into the next town, which has been like 20 minutes away, you know. So I took a back road to, to avoid things, which didn't the, the speed limit wasn't that high, right? So once I get on the highway, just boom, we tow it back, and they're like, "Yeah, your engine speed it's done." So mm-hmm. I had to tow that back to the place to back to Pullman, which was uh, about 20 20 more minutes on the highway from there with the tow truck dude, parked the car, and then. Had to work away with one of my friends to call his homie. She picked me up, but I never met her. She drove me back to to Seattle. I had my homie pick me up in Seattle, drive me back down to Tacoma, which is another hour away. So it was all this shit. And I didn't get the car for a couple Did your mom get the help she needed? She did, but but okay. I was coming to help her for the next day. So I made it back that night, but basically I it, it took me an extra good 10 hours to get back because all that, so... Well, luckily, yeah, I was man. right around the corner from my crib on the from 183, and, and it was just, it, shit's overheating, and I dumped some coolant in it, and it, I went home, and I haven't touched it since. <laughs> like, no, I did, and to test it to see if uh, putting more coolant in there or whatever, yeah, it's a whole, it's so many things. Well, that's the other thing, too. I left that car parked on the side of the street at our place in, in Pullman until I graduated, basically, for like another, oh, maybe the semester before I graduated, like another two years until I had the whole, like, you know, don't let a car thing happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was a sitting day. <laughs> you look at a sitting day and come like, you know what, yoink this shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a college town, though, so it's not like. You know, it's not in the city or anything. It's one of those. It was one of those uh, rural college town kind of things where the whole population so is used basically to college students. Like, there's a lot of cars breaking down. Like I, <laughs> yeah, we we know that. It's cars. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I dig it. So, yeah, um, wrestling, wrestling, right? So I have kind of like an offshoot of what Colin was talking about, mm. and so he's talking about maybe NBCU buying. You know the rights to WWE or whatnot. Wonder TV contracts are up, and yeah. I kind of was talk thinking to myself the other day that, you know, right now AEW competing with NXT that's fine, right? In five years though, if they're still competing with NXT and not you know Raw or SmackDown, regardless, I mean, even if the the landscape changes with their TV contracts, then I think AEW would need to 
reevaluate the organization top to bottom because at that point, if they're going to be as com- at the com- competition they say they are, right, shouldn't they at least try and build in the next five years to be at the point where they're at least challenging Raw about 1.5 million viewers, which is, you know, what, 600, 700,000 more than doing right now? So that's what I was thinking. I don't know what y'all think, but maybe I'll be. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just... Well, Raw's doing how many viewers? What was that reading number? Raw's doing about like 1.6, 1.7. Oh, okay. I thought, I don't know I thought you said like five. Ratings-wise, AEW's doing fine, but, you know, if they're going to be real competitors, they also need more of the viewers too, overall. So, I feel like the ratings will probably continue to, to be steady, but they probably need to grow that a little more too if they're going to be an actual challenger to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. only thing that... Uh... Okay, so assuming they stay on Wednesday and WWE only has NXT on Wednesday, they're always going to be compared to the show they're on head-to-head against, right? So they, they would just have to outpace NXT. They start doubling up NXT, and then it'll be like, oh, okay. That's basically what Raw and SmackDown does now. You know, well, NXT probably get moved at that point, too. NXT would what? probably get moved at that point from Wednesday to a different night. Oh, yeah. Or maybe go back to, like, a network or a Peacock exclusive, whatever the hell. Yeah, or a different time, yeah. Trying to do, deal with it. Um, but Raw and SmackDown, it's not a hard, you know, if they, if, if, like, yeah, if they can't get a certain amount of viewers in a certain amount of time, you're, in, or in five years, you can't discount. You said you said uh, first um, about the landscape change. You can't really discount that. If five years from now, even more people are, are are streaming, and there's even more over the top services and live TV mm-hmm. even deader than it is now. You know that's a that's a big deal. That's something you got to consider. But. Competing with NXT is just a thing that's going to happen as long as they're on the same night at the same time. But they are competing with Raw because they do. They're on TNT and and they uh, they aren't far behind them ratings wise. So I think they'd say we'll we'll be there and we'll be past them sooner, way, way sooner than five years from now. They'll probably say, give us another year. We'll be the number one wrestling company in the world, ratings-wise. And that's a matter right. of them going up and WWE going down, uh, like it's like the trend has been. I'm just saying, like, if, if we're at that point still in however many years, they might need it. Yeah, that's like anything. If you're still yeah. doing the same shit, kind of, To, to build and to be better, but you're doing the same thing or having the same numbers. If, if you're okay with, you know, where you're at, then that's the thing too. They might, uh, they might realize there's a ceiling, or there might not be a ceiling. There might be another. I don't think there's another wrestling boom in in this gen. I think we would have already seen it. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we're years away from if ever we get another quote unquote <laughs> wrestling boom. 
think wrestling would have to go away to be a boom again. Hmm. You know, I think wrestling is just going to be all these in the background, running in the background of America kind of thing. Like it's been for the yeah. majority of uh, the time it's existed. Well, so. last thing. Yeah. I started playing Sleeping Dogs finally, and I'm having fun throwing motherfuckers off roofs and well, putting their faces into into. Is that the Yakuza? Is that a, a Japanese mob thing game? Is it's that triads. It's a triad. Oh, it's Hong, Chinese. They're in Hong Kong. Yeah, okay. they're in Hong Kong. You're talking about Yakuza. Yeah, that's no, not the video game Yakuza. But Sleeping Dogs mm-hmm. are based on the triads. Yeah. So Is this, didn't they have a PlayStation classic. 2 version of this of that game? It was PS3. I think the PS2 one you think about is what, Stranglehold? Was that on PS2? I played something dogs and it was like with Asian dudes. Oh, that's, uh, is it Sleeping Dogs? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sleeping Dogs had a title that I played back in like the early 2000s. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs. So the one they have now is just a, I guess, a newer version or something, or continuing the story. They've done, like, definitive Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, I know they remade the PS3 version for PS4. That's the one I got because it was on sale. So, yeah, just been playing that and, and, you know, getting my social tendencies on, I guess, because I'm playing a violent video game. Who knows what I'll do next? Well. (laughs) Who knows what I'll do next? Nah, you know, but uh, hope your hopefully your car situation, you know, that gets all quick. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully. No, I I, I am confident. I, I I'm sad, sounded sad, but I'm confident that I'll be fine. Cause my girlfriend's uh, best friend's husband, they're gonna they they're giving me a really sweet fucking deal, and I'm determined to uh, to not 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 miss out on that. So uh, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't let the opportunity go past. So, I can't wait to hear what you say about my email on the book code. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm, coming for you. I'm coming right for your throat. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> Talk to you. Yeah. Dr. Bruce from Seattle, everybody. All right, let's uh, keep it moving. And whoop, thought we were going to have Boris on, but I guess he don't want to talk to us. And... Four one nine. Oh, well, never mind. You don't have your hand up. Let's uh, let's jump down south and talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's going on, man? What up? What's going on, you guys? Hey, what's the deal, man? Well, c- congratulations are in order to your football team, number one. Boys got the job done. Man, feel me. Are you talking about um, Team Tom Brady? <laughs> exactly. Smoke up a charge. Oh, okay, yeah. Real quick. Oh. My bad. I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> what happened? Oh, all right. Same, same, Super Bowl Coast Cast. Who am I trying to hear that shit? Super Bowl Coast Cast. <laughs> 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 That bullshit ass game. But no, man, I just, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to go. Wait, wait, wait. So I just celebrate my birthday. Okay. I did say no Super Bowl Coast Cast. Yeah, when is your, your birthday coming up this week? 
Now, my birthday was yesterday, so, you know, it's on the Tuesday, on the weird oh, day. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy belated to I'm you, sir. I'm celebrating on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Did Patrick yeah, Mahomes really have five, almost 500 yards rushing behind the line of scrimmage? Oh, yep. God. I can see it happening. That boy ain't no time to move. On the turf toe. On the mess up. They, they, they did this thing where they – where he just put the computer, you know, the, they put the the, the 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 cursor on him and just and just counted how how many and he ran almost five hundred fucking yards. They chased him around in the backfield. It's like some kind of can't women no man. The boy made a throw forty um, thirty yards down the field, forty yards down the field, falling down um, sideways, and hit the dude in the face. Hit the man in the mm-hmm. face. <laughs> Ugly business, man. But you know, they'll be. Uh, he's that good. They'll they'll yeah. get healthy. Well, you're like 26, and, and, and you're one and two in the Super Bowl. I think you, you know, he'll be out. And you got five one and one, one in the fucking bank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One and one or one four two. Yeah. See, I was talking about what was the A topic. A topic should have been. Um, Mm. I ain't even gonna say Super Bowl, but it should have been um, Brent Favre comments and, and telling players they need to set up and take money. Take they, I'll take their money. That when, when he forced his way out of, out of Green Bay, Minnesota, that boy is cap. When he was talking about Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say I find it funny that. When and when it's us out there talking about money or uh, uh, the same things that they do, we um get told to shut up and make the money. Especially in the sports that we populate and we make popular and we make make a bunch of money on, on for them for. But hey, that was a neat topic. But um, mm-hmm. going into what y'all was talking about earlier, um. That Cam brought up about the old the old committee in the um the old cell in the cell, old man cell, or the old crew cell. Um, that was a uh, a complaint on why I felt like Edge didn't have won the Rumble, but if he did uh, win the Rumble, he should have talented um whoever was on Raw because Raw has nobody. Mm. Anyway, it don't push the young people, and Roman can pull anybody up to him because he's been showing it since he came back. Yep. So having and he got a line of challenges now who got nothing to do because they want to do the Ed story and people just to, talking heads and believing that this Ed story with Roman was, is going to be so great, but it's another old head getting another chance like. Them putting six guys in a chamber on the SmackDown side, you're not going to get six, five, six guys who have been world champion a bunch of times or world champions a decade ago. A decade ago, you know, like while I think you definitely put a Daniel Bryan in there, you go Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Nakamura, Big E. Uh, you might still toss Kevin Owens in there, and then you know pick your last guy. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And you get fresh, and again, everybody. That's why when I talked to y'all last week, I said everybody be screaming about new people, this new people, that. But listening to what they being told and saying this is thing is gonna be the greatest in the world. But when you see it 
and it started getting implemented, now you starting to look like, damn, might not be the thing. Start thinking for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think even if they go edge Roman, I think it's going to be fine. Like I, th- I think that can still really work. Um, you know, you don't want to see. I'm, I'm worried about Drew getting shortchanged on his end, though. Like, as, like you said, I think Roman can pull anybody up. If you automatically put Edge on that side, um, I do think that that kind of hurts whatever Drew ends up doing. And Drew's had, you know, Drew's had an amazing year for what he's worked through. You know, he's been really good, especially having to be the first person to really deal with when you finally get yeah, all champion. of a sudden there's no audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, like a, uh, it's like this. Nobody get anything out of the Roman and Ed thing. Don't nobody get it, and it hurts the entire two-day card behind it because now Drew gets um, slotted down and get pulled down because now his challenges are all over deep. And now they finna what do a uh, hell in the cell thing where they might do a title change just to boost up Sheamus, who we didn't already seen with a title before, and ain't at the top of the line who should be somebody taking the title off of Drew anyway. When you got young people, you got people like Ricochet who you ain't using. You got all types of people. You got people who you um <laughs> who you misusing, who you put in a stupid group that you could have had. Been trying to be a you got um you finna use Damian Priest with bad bad bunny but hey I understand that he giving him some Latino love and them Latino women who look sexy you know what I'm saying who um <laughs> who uh following him right now so hey you see bad bunny guy hey I can't hate on four, that he got the top four slots in WWE shop bad bunny has one through four as far as merch bad bunny's a goofy looking motherfucker like I don't understand how he's a, such a big Travis, please don't inform <laughs> the, the audience that you don't have hoes. Like, please stop it. Just quit. Oh, I don't. I have a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> no, but stop. That's fine. Both can exist. Like, what do I got to do with a hose? A lot. Okay. If that if that man put his st- like, arms like, around your shoulder, um, that one turn it that one turn into twelve real quick. Man, change your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah. it's that you do, but you know, from you know, we we grew up with Prince, man. Like that's you know, that's what it is. Mm. If you got the juice, you got the juice. Maybe I'm I'm maybe I just can't get him at the Rumble and them. Them boots and climbing up and just being in the damn up. in the Amazon. Well, you gonna see uh, him in the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he uh, and you know like if if nothing else, like all due respect to my man uh, Stephen Amell, all due respect to Snooky, like Bad Bunny is dialed in. You know what I mean? Like he's really about it, and like he's a huge star. Like <laughs> I think it gets lost because we're used to seeing like stars show up and like kind of finagle and I kind of mingle with, you know, people like Pat Bunny is like one of the biggest music stars in the world today, six months ago, like right now, this second, just, yeah. Good for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that it's one person you might want to put in the arm. You might not And being late with shit. You know, but they finally got somebody that's like, uh, that's hitting where it's popping right now and is, and is willing to 
Well, he's a genuine well, fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. How the fuck are you talking about? How the fuck are you talking about? We need to be talking about he wanted to. Oh, I'm a man. I'm going to bring that. I'm a big chance for You just exposed by that. And granted, I'm not like wrestling gatekeeper guy, but there is just. You look at what Bad Bunny's doing in there working with a Damian Priest who he's probably seen wrestle. Like, Bad Bunny probably watches NXT. And, like, then you look at Bow Wow. I want to be tag team champions with Rey Mysterio. Like, right. it's 2000. Like, first off, you just want to step on his family thing and kick Dominic to the – so you can be – like, if he's going to be tag champs, well, Dominic did respond to that. Dominic did respond to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh huh. So what, what do yeah. you think? Bow Wow. Like, I got money too. He worried about no Bow Wow. Dominic might have more money than Bow Wow. Like, and that's not even a, like a knock on Bow Wow. Just right. knowing how it works with these child stars, knowing the stunts Bow Wow's pulled, knowing that like he comes from be honest, money. Them like, musicians yeah, don't have no money, money like Man, be honest, man. These musicians don't have no money. You just have one dude. Whose biggest hit was forever ago. You know what I mean? Like again, not a knock to the dude, but biggest song Dupree got that money. But also they said they're trying to reach out to Cardi B. That that what they said. Uh oh. Oh they did a conference call. Um said in the interview. Yeah, they trying to reach out to Cardi B. Trying to get her to come Ralph Flat on Mania. <laughs> well, yeah, after her little um um tirade that she went on Lacey. with um hey Lacey yeah. Evans is terrible, um, <laughs> buddy she is bad. Like like she really should have been in NXT longer. Like I understand. And they've tried with her. Like, they put her in, you know, she was at the Rumble last year in a title match with Bailey. They've tried to push her. But, man, she is that thing where it, it's it's a credit to WWE, a credit to the people they select. But Lacey just forgets stuff in the middle of matches. And I've mm. never seen it so obvious with anybody. She just like, forgets forget stuff. And, again, I think the job is like, the possibly hard. <laughs> yeah. I, when I she does like what in the corner? Actual, like, takes a lot. She just forgot to run into the corner and hit her. Like, just forgot. Oh. <laughs> Charlotte had to stop and, and just say, uh, hit me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe that's why she got the DQ. She's punching the shit out of the shit. But, but, but Tam, she left NXT too early because, what, she left, like, two, three years ago? So she should have picked up something within these three years. If you ain't learned it, agree. Because it's the same so job, just on a just different day. You should have picked these things up. Yeah, I think. I mean, they're trying with her. They put Ric Flair in her corner of all people, like Ric Flair, who only works with white former world champs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, uh, oh, you're trying. Um, the, the white people only put him with white uh, world champs, but when he outside. When he outside the um, WWE universe, you know, the people who he hang with, who keep him hot, is um, sure. colored, um, colored people who rap. Oh, the Migos? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, you know. Game Lillard, who, who got a that, shoe. That, 
Travis, repeat it all, please. Ric Flair is fucking with anybody who fucks with Ric Flair. Exactly. Ric Flair will take money from anybody right. um, who he's trying if, to if help Damian get money. Lillard has a Ric Flair shoe? Why? Of course Ric Flair is going to show up to somebody who loves him enough to have a fucking Ric Flair shoe. Of course he's going to do videos and hang out with Migos who will spend fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars on a Ric Flair medallion. Mm-hmm. You know, like why not? Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that he he, uh, he don't get put with those same type of people. Yeah, exactly. In WWE, but yeah, point still made. I get what you're saying. But you know, we know how all that goes. We we know how that go. We know how that go. But other than that, I think y'all also mentioned on um, one of the cards might have been changed on that um, this weekend with um, NXT because uh, they saying Johnny Gargano out of action. So, mm, damn, that, that match might not be going on. They didn't say either. They trying to work it up as an angle or whatever, but you know, they let Austin Theory spill the beans, so we don't know on Twitter. Hmm. So that that um, might be up out of uh, up out of here. Um, but what all they did this week? Um, this um doing the same thing. And I and one thing nobody touched on is um with, especially with Edge. How come on both on both nights Monday and Friday he was the cause of whoever was going to attack the champion. He 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 looked. He was the one doing the distraction, and after that, Seamus kicked. What's him calling in the face? Then they got attacked. Came out though. Edge might have broke yep. him off. Might have broke him off some of that Hall of Fame money. <laughs> like yo. Well, to be fair, he only though. it only seemed like he was in on the Kevin Owens one. Yeah, that seemed to be really he funny. Smile on his face, and he just like left. You know, he's oh, got yeah. that Canadian brotherhood thing. I don't know. Uh, the same look is from the same look he gave the look to Roman that he gave to um Seamus and smiled at Seamus and then Seamus say what you talking about then he walk out the ring and then Seamus what bro kicks yeah no he uh he did some bro kick somebody and then caught a claymore of his own That's how, right? oh yeah that was this week this was this week uh, yeah oh oh that was Monday. this Monday right here yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it go, you know. But um, I, because they don't have too long to be an elimination chamber, because elimination chamber next Sunday. Well, shit. Yeah. They didn't have nothing but four episodes to build it, so we got to um do something. I guess we're not gonna get uh a a, a SmackDown elimination chamber, so. Whoever, who, since Elimination Chamber historically been used to figure out who's going to be the number one contender for whoever don't get challenged by the Rumble guy, um, I guess we're going to have to, um, the historic fast lane going to have to serve that purpose. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting, like, if, if maybe the guy who's in there last with, uh, with Drew gets a shot 
in a similar vein to how Kofi got in, even though, you know, that was Daniel Bryan. Uh, they were the last two in the uh, Elimination Chamber then. Yeah, it, it's, again, I don't like having it for the title because it just has less intrigue about who your two challengers are going to be. Um, it doesn't yeah. feel like they accomplished something of note to get into the match, and that's what you want to see at WrestleMania. Um, like, it feels like they're going to do uh, – what I mean, it it's Sasha Bianca is the match. Like it just is the match that you go with. Um, yeah. And I'd love to see like uh, really I'd love to see Rhea jump up and challenge uh, and challenge Oscar. Like I, that would be that would be kind of ideal for me. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think you have Charlotte and uh, I think you have Charlotte and Lacey at WrestleMania if. The way the way that they're pushing Lacey, I think you go with that. Um, yeah, I mean, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm, I'm curious to see who Drew um, who Drew and Roman end up facing because I don't know who the other number one or one A guy really is. That's the hard part to figure out. And also, uh, when the last time you ever seen oh, since they've been doing this? Um, I what the past two years, two three years? Um. With the women on Raw Rumble, that both challenges challenge the same people on the same show. Usually, the last few years they've been having That's a separate. True. That is also true. Mhm. So yeah, I mean that would that would put Edge on Raw, um, and that would put uh, Bianca on SmackDown because I think that one's a lock. But I mean, hell. You know, Raw being the not quite as strong show, there's intrigue there in building up two contenders over the next couple of weeks. And they have, because um, Fastlane going to be the first pay-per-view on the um, P-Top Network, because that's when they switch over. Oh, yeah. Fastlane, it's, got a, yeah. It's time to switch. <clears throat> so you think they're going to want to make that deal? Network just goes dark? Like, yep. One of those United things like HBO Go. It's like you, you, you try to click on HBO Go if you still have the app on your phone. It's like. This app don't exist no more, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> on on, on Roku, they take it off. They take it off your lineup. Oh, on Roku, right. It's just, you just it yeah, off your that's what happened to me a couple months ago. I just couldn't find it. Like, where is my HBO? It was still on my phone and still on my PlayStation. But yeah, Roku just took it off, and they put they just put HBO Max. I didn't have to go download HBO Max. They just put it back in there. Okay. So. Yep. Um, I want to ask you guys a couple of movie yeah. questions um, before yeah. um, before we go. Um, did anyone of y'all, are y'all gonna watch um, Judas um, Judas and the Black Messiah? That's my that's my Friday right there, boy. I probably wake up, watch WandaVision, uh, take care of some errands, and then settle in and watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, excited for that, absolutely. Did anybody yeah. watch? Um, Malcolm and Marie? No, I'm not watching Malcolm and Marie. Too many What's women that? have told me it's too traumatic. <laughs> I'm not. They're like, this is a horror movie without the jump scares. Like, no, I, I probably will dodge that one. Well, that's how a horror movie's supposed it's to be. It's not traumatic can... for you. It's traumatic for the women. Because um, <laughs> well, it's see trauma period. Wait, why should why should horror movies not have jump scares? Like, no, it's just like it's dialogue heavy. Mm. Fucking a modern oh, sure. horror, but it's, it's very, it's like very dialogue heavy and just very like. 
I don't just like bad things happening to people. Like just yeah. for the sake of bad it's things. It's an argument. It's a it's a it's a it's a um argument. That's what it is. Argument. Mm. Oh wait, the argument I was like, I'm not trying to watch two hours of yeah, there's my somebody on Facebook was like somebody in Marie, it was just two hours of married people arguing or something. And I was like yeah, the same funny. thing that they do every day of their life, but they don't know why they do it. And sometimes they need to step outside of the box and see it for themselves and see how they look and see how some of the stuff that they be saying, they counteract the other person sound retarded and stupid. But, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people don't believe in um, recovery and health and um, counseling. Fuck that cornball shit. I'm going to dig through. I'm going to bear through it. Swallow it down. <laughs> and I know last week we talked um, about one division. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, we go, they're going with the um, they're going to bring in the mutants with this. And that wasn't the one gonna bring over the mutants that, from the other universe. Like the Pietro wasn't the fucking big thing. They were like the week before. They were like, "Ooh, one division is going to have a, a Mandalorian style reveal." Right, no, like, exactly. wasn't it? Because I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be uh, uh, Magneto, or at the very least, uh, you know, Professor X. Uh, but that had to be. That still could happen. That just was setting the stage for when Magneto or whoever's the big reveal shows up. I've made no. But if they bring Magneto over, no... if they show you, yeah, I. I'm waiting to see what happens. <laughs> I had to be told why this was a big deal because I was confused. I was like, so they recast Pietro? That's like, I didn't get, because I didn't watch none of the X-Men and then my homie Mike in Cincinnati sent me the the kitchen scene, I think it's called. From the kitchen scene is great. I wish you would have mentioned the, uh, I think the, the mansion scene is, is even more OD. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Like I'll no, that shit just motherfuckers in smacking bullets and, and <laughs> making motherfuckers punch themselves yes, in the dick. It is <laughs> No, he's coming there saving everybody. He's saving everybody with the ease. And like he's walking through there and the house is exploding because they shot a missile at the house. Okay. All right. He's saving like thirty people. It's crazy. So. All right, maybe that's yeah. my question. Like, 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 yeah, no, I don't need to do <laughs> But if they yeah. do bring Magneto from that universe that Pietro came from, then he couldn't be her father, uh, whatever, because they the same age. Oh yeah. Well, well you know, who's to say you can't bring that Pietro and you can't bring fucking what's his face's Magneto? I mean, he's I doubt he'd be willing. Well, that's the thing. Magneto was still Atro's dad in that same universe. So, like, oh yeah, Pietro. What um, they, they they portrayed Pietro as like what eighteen? He was a kid, but he was a kid when in, when he died in Ultron. Yeah. He was, you know, he wasn't some fucking grizzled old guy. He was in his early twenties. He was like after grizzled, age, um, grizzled, um, yeah, thirty-year-old man, age slower than everybody else. So, yeah, but they. Speedster's age slower than everybody else, and so he can just look younger. That's why he got a middle age. And be 30. Yeah. Hmm. It'll be amazing. 
It'll be a but no, let's stop. Well, man, I ain't gonna keep y'all wanna, going too long, man. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> like, I want to wait and see what happens. I've been dodging like all projection and ideas. I'm just like, I just want to see what happens. Um, who am I turning into? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I can't speculate. Well, I want to keep y'all going too long, man. Y'all happy belated birthday, Darrell. And and happy bir- and appreciate you, Darrell. And happy birthday to Sonya. Uh, Boris emailed to say. Hey, he was on. He had to hang up or something, but it was Sonya's birthday uh, tomorrow. Her birthday, so happy birthday to Sonya! Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, I got nothing more to say. We'll be back uh, next week for this for the free portion. Rich and I'll be by VIP folks. Just click over. We'll be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, we'll tear into Doc Bruce's email because. He's uh he's full of it. Um Yeah, so yeah, we'll be back next week. Same time, same channel. Mass Cam, I'm Trav. We out this bitch. So see the medals on my best chance. Go metal chilling on my chest, nigga. So could never be no champion, champion next. Medals on my best champion. Go medal chilling on my chest, nigga. So could never be champion. Champion next. Crown cock top of my skull. Loving the proper fit. Ain't nobody fucking with y'all. Ain't got the time, bitch. Look, nigga, short on minutes. Got the rock now. Ball bunion in my blunt. Chop the tree down. Nah, youngie, I can't front. Your nigga beats pound. Gather round, I push it down. Call the champ sound. Shorty up. Real cool cat. My anamoria. Break dance. Connoisseur of all things fresh, yes, the Lord of this dope shit dropped on this, damn it, recording it. Stop, I get off my job. He ain't supporting this, subordinate, salute your caps and crazy ornaments. Decorate my chest, got strikes, nights, like Jordan's eye. Walk on air to my throne, patrolling cognac, flashing out my flag, tooth pass and hold that soul. See the medals on my best champion, full metal chilling on my